Good day, King City Church. Our friends in Victoria Falls, our friends in the Czech Republic, and anybody else who's watching, listening, or reading this. As we start our time together today, I want to specifically ask those, those that are building community, those are part of the church with us, I want to ask you a special favor. And the special favor is this. Would you mind committing yourself to watching, listening, or reading through this whole conversation we will be having right now? Please don't stop short of listening to everything we will be talking about. Because I really feel that there's something of great value for us in just going through. And it won't be long. And uh, I'm going to ask you a few things. And, but there's something of incredible value that I'd love to, to um, submit to you. The reason I'm asking is that because I really feel that God has put something in my heart, some strong impression in my spirit that I would love to share with you. And so um, we've come into the 13th week, can you believe it, of doing church this way on Sundays in terms of sharing with you. This is the third month that we, since the 15th of March, I think, we haven't had any meeting on a Sunday. And... Uh, I just felt that in the 13th week or the third month that there's something strong that I wanted to just communicate with you. And it seems like this could be our last time doing it this way. Um, there has been good announcements made on uh, Thursday about us being able to gather again. And there will be obviously strict requirements and strict conditions. And as a church, we will be communicating to you about all of those and, and preparing the way for probably on the 21st of June to meet again. But until then, there's some important things that I'd love to share with you. We, um, we've been talking about the, the room of Elisha. We've been sharing about the, the bed, the chair. And tonight was going to be about, or today, or this morning, or whatever time you're watching this, or reading or listening to it, was going to be about the, the table. Um, but I felt that there's something else about the table that I would like to share with you. In my prep uh, for today, I felt God used the table to drop something different in my spirit about a table. And it's an idiom about a table. But first, let me explain what an idiom is. It's a commonly used expression where, where the meaning does not relate to the meaning of the words. It has a different meaning when you use it in an idiomatic format. Examples will be, I'm over the moon. You're obviously not over the moon in the sense of being on the moon or have gone over the moon. You're just overjoyed. And so the words have different meaning. Another example would be, there's egg on your face. <laughs> probably meaning, and not probably, but obviously meaning that something quite embarrassing has happened. I've got egg on my face. And so the idiom that I felt God put on my heart as I just prepared for this moment and the word table comes in, is I felt this, it says, lay it on the table. Kind of just in that moment, I felt God just put this in my heart, saying this, lay it on the table. And the real meaning of this idiom is this, to offer or introduce something for general discussion or consideration. In other words, I felt God said, lay what is in my heart on the table, and hence I'm sitting at a table here, and um, I felt that God said, lay what is on my heart on the table, discuss it with the people so that they can con carefully consider what I want to say. And so I'm simply be doing that today and hopefully it may lead to fruitful consideration and discussion 
between you and God and even you and others. Jesus himself, I believe, did this. <laughs> he often laid it on the table and would often introduce something for general consideration and sometimes it would lead to discussion. Like, for instance, the parable of the sower in Matthew 13. If you'd like to um, take up your Bibles and you could find this is a wonderful example of Jesus laying it on the table. He shares with them from verses 1 to 9 this incredible idea and, and he puts it in a parable format, this parable of, of the sower. And then in verse 10, after he had done this, the, 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 the disciples asked him this question, why do you speak in parables? It's kind of like he laid it before them to discover something new and to discuss it. And then Jesus again was asked in verse 36, um, he, after explaining or sharing with them another parable, they asked him, the disciples, explain to us this parable of the weeds of the field. And so I believe Jesus would introduce things to us for us to carefully consider. Lay it on the table. Therefore, I don't want to necessarily preach to you as such today. I simply want to lay some things before you, for you and I to consider. To do that in prayer and solitude before God, and possibly even do it with others as you manage to do so. The reason for this is that I sense God wants to speak into our hearts as we take time to consider these things being laid on the table. I believe that after 13 weeks of not meeting, I believe there's some important questions that we need to ask ourselves. Not, hey, when will we actually meet, which possibly could be next week, and how will we sit, and how will we arrange things, but what is happening at our hearts, the spiritual state of our lives. I trust that the fruit of our time today will be determined by the time you give afterwards for what you are now listening and watching and reading. It's not about the time now that's the essence for me. It's about what we're going to be doing with this afterwards. And so in other words, the fruit of this message is found in you and I taking the time out afterwards with God and considering the following questions. So I have 10 questions that I'm going to just present to you and I know that you will be able to pause what you're watching, to be able to sit down and, and consider it prayerfully. You can pause when you listen to it, and you obviously can pause when you read, as you read slowly. The key is going to be slow. So the 10 is going to simply be just submitted to you, and you're going to take your own time, your own place, and whenever, whenever, and however to go through them. Questions are as follows. Question number one. Have you been allowing God to feed you spiritually during the absence of meetings? Or are you currently craving spiritual food? In other words, would you say that you are exposing yourself to godly input that is nourishment to your spirit? If not, what do you think would be the reason for it? Question two. In the absence of worship through music on Sundays, like we normally do it, how would you rate your current worship of God? Are you able to ponder His greatness and be awed by Him without a Sunday moment? Does your heart express a wonder of Him all by yourself? Or are you waiting for hopefully 21 June to come and we may be able to, and I know that we probably won't be able to sing, but are you able to worship God without even that? Third question is this, if the Spirit has enabled you to have more time with you, I'm talking about this lockdown stage, us not meeting, Sundays are a little bit open, 
has it enabled you to have, if this period has enabled you to have more time with and for him, what are some of the things that you believe he has spoken to you during the last three months? The things he has taught you, and how are you responding to those? Are you responding? I leave these questions for you to think about and to ponder in your heart. And you're not going to give me feedback. It's you and God working them through. The fourth question is, can the things that you have learned or are currently learning in your walk with God also add value to the people around you? And are you prepared to make them available to others then by sharing it with them, help them hear and learn too what you are learning? And if you're doing that already, well done. The issue is, are you sharing with others what God is doing in your life? Are you making it available to others too to benefit? The fifth question. Should you feel that there is not really much that you have learned or gained over the past months on a spiritual level, what would you say is the reason for that? Has God been quiet? Or could it be that you have ignored him or simply just not prioritized him? A question to think through. Number six, looking back over the past few months now, do you think that a Sunday meeting or moment had become the primary way for you to express the fact that you are a follower of Christ? I go to church, that's my testimony, that I'm a Christian. What do you do on Sundays? I go to church. If this answer is yes, do you think that there are changes you need to make to take your conviction into every day of your life if it only has been a Sunday affair for you? If the answer is no, it's not only been a Sunday affair, then the assumption we are making is that you are expressing your testimony as a follower beyond Sundays. Is that then true of you? Question seven. Do you think that fear, and this has become a very real thing of late, but do you think that fear has, has had such a grip on your life during this uncertain time that you're almost overcome with it? Or would you be able to confirm that your walk with God, without meetings even, has been strong enough to counter fear? In other words, how are you doing in the area of fear? Question eight. Are there people or things in your life that have become very precious and important to you over the last few months? That may, these people and these things, they may not have been helpful in your walk with God. And possibly even making you drift away from Him. What do you think would be the wisest then, if this is real in your life today? To do if, if these habits have started forming, different habits. And people have kind of lured you away from God. Are you willing to take steps to address this, if this is true in your life today? All these questions we ask because we really care about you and your spiritual growth with Jesus. Not because we want to police you. Not because we want to have feedback and, and come in and, and, and criticize you for what you have done or not done. It's all done because we care about your spiritual growth with him and the impact that you can make in this life. Question number nine. 
would you say that in the context of spending more time with the people closest to you, seems like people have had more time with the people closest to them, like family members and some friends, that your relationships with them have improved over the past few months? Would you say that? Or not? Is there anything that you think you should and, and could do to change the situation with the people closest to you? And improve it if these relationships have progressively become worse. And will you be prepared to do something about that? If the people closest to you and your relationships with them have actually just become worse, your relationships and the strength of that. I trust that you'll be willing to do something about that. The last question is this. Are there people that you know who have walked close to God before this COVID period has arrived and had arrived and have recently actually started drifting away from him? And do you feel you should and, and ought to go and look for them and love them back to a place of enjoying God again? Will you be prepared to do that if you recognize that there are such people who have, for various reasons, just lost the passion for God and you know about them if you know about them do you not think that God would want you to do something about that and prayer is good absolutely but it may be that God would call on you to go towards them and love them back to a, a real walk with him again so none of these questions are about how many of you would be uh, prepared to meet next week again if we can all these questions are about assessing ourselves before God and looking at what He has done and still wants to do regardless of meetings. These questions are about reevaluating our current walk with God and how we are to grow in Him without the benefit of meetings. And praise the Lord if meetings come, but we can live without them. We cannot place our hope in the regathering of believers to reconnect with God. It must happen even without that. And so asking these questions to just help us kind of assess a little bit of where we are currently. So that when meetings do come, we'll go in them and, and engage with a strength from our walk with God. Therefore, the outcome of today's preach or just the sharing today is not on me speaking, but it's dependent upon the time you and I will take in considering what is laid on the table and you should and should you need help with any of these let's talk we don't want to just put it out there and, and, and throw these questions at you and, and, and tell you to kind of sink or swim but we want to help contact us on the website the Facebook page through the church admin number call one of the leaders or elders and call your fellow followers but let's move on let's not it's stuck perhaps where you have been in the last three months. And if there's been great growth, that's wonderful. Let's bring that into our togetherness and let's others, let others benefit from what God has been doing in your life. And yeah, let's hope to meet again. So God bless you then as you take time to work through these questions. And you can take a question a day almost. Just progressively work through them and let God speak to you. The things that are laid on the table... Read and ponder them prayerfully. Watch and listen and pause. Write down your thoughts. Spend time with God around these. 
And may God do something in our hearts as we just consider what is laid on the table. Thank you for watching and listening and reading till the end. Let's pray. Jesus, I thank you that we see so often in the Gospels that you lay things on the table for us to look at, to consider, to discuss, so that it will produce life and growth in our lives. I pray today, Lord God, as, as people listen and watch and read, that your Spirit will do a work in our lives. And help us to seriously, honestly, humbly consider these questions as though they're put out by you to just help us, Lord God, where we maybe, have, maybe become stuck in, in an area where you want to encourage us about growth in other places of our lives. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will help us to let these questions produce incredible fruit in our lives. And Lord, and when we meet again, which seems to be soon, I pray that we will bring life into our gatherings. That we will not depend on the gatherings to bring life to us. That, but we will come together with the life of God in us. And so enthuse everyone around us. And go into the world again with an incredible excitement of Jesus being real and alive to us. Lord, I trust you for that. I pray for every person watching that and listening that your grace will be upon them to continue faithfully with you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you and looking forward to seeing you soon.